Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sexy Real Estate Recruiting Podcast. I am here, uh, Dr. Ben Spears, the ambassador of Flow. Matt's, you know, thinking about becoming a country music star. A legend. <laughs> becoming a legend in yes, country, country music. music. If only I could sing. You know, he's, he's debuting on the Grand Ole Opry tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, bro. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I would definitely make a road trip. Oh, wow. <laughs> How you doing, Matt? I'm doing fantastic. And I so cannot sing. Oh, my gosh. That would be. I can't even begin to. They, they couldn't. After I got done singing, they wouldn't be able to call it the Grand Old Opera anymore. They'd have to call it the regular old opera. That's how bad my singing would be if they put me up on that stage. Yeah. Do you want to go to the Opry with me? Wasn't the Grand Old Opry? No, Matt sang there. That's how bad it is. Yeah. Man, man this is my, this is not all it was cracked up to be. <laughs> not so grand. But you know what is, you know what is great, you know what is all it's cracked up to be is time blocking, Ben. So that's why we're going to talk about this today. We've talked about time blocking before. Okay. Yeah. But we're going to, we're going to, and, and on that last podcast that we talked about it, we promised that we would, uh, we would dig into it. So, uh, so in just a second, how about if we dig into uh, time blocking and see how it can help with business planning? Yep, absolutely. So guys, uh, before we dive into that, you know, the routine, you know, make sure wherever you are, uh, you know, listening to this, you're, you're hitting that follow button, you're hitting that subscribe button. Also make sure you go to prospectboomerang.com while you're listening and sign up for a free account. It's just a green sign up button there. Um, once you push it, some magical things happen on the left and it opens up some, some, some free groups and discussions for you uh, where we dive into these topics. Um, you know, and, and, and we answer your questions and we get to know your business a little bit more. Hopefully you get to know us a little bit more because it's all about collaboration and relationship building. Um, and we just, you know, we, we love, we love meeting and talking to the listeners. So um, without further ado, Matt, we're talking about time blocking. Um, like you said, we've talked about it before. Uh, this is going to be a little bit different, different approach. And we're going to actually, you know, talk about some action steps toward the end of the podcast. Um, if you didn't listen to yesterday's podcast, uh, which was about, you know, current numbers, projected numbers, make sure you go and listen to that one first, because this is a five-part series on, you know, uh, you know, how to, how, how to build the fundamentals of a good business plan. And, uh, and, 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 and this, this adds on, on top of that one. Yep. Compounding effect, just like always, we want to focus on compounding effect and growth, right? Yep. So, uh, so what is, uh, so what's time blocking, right? We, again, we talked about this before, but it's a, it's, it's a predetermined time, right? That you're going to carry out predetermined activities. Okay. So, so the best way to describe time blocking, just getting to the fundamentals of it is, you know, a to, a to-do list is kind of what we do, right? Time blocking is when you're going to do what you're supposed to do, right? Both of them are critical. We've uh, we've talked about them both before, but uh, but time blocking is not just the what, but it's also the the when very specifically, right? And so let's uh, in case nobody, in case somebody didn't listen to the other 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 podcast, they they need to go back and listen to it because we dug into that a little bit more. So we're just going to touch on a couple of things really quickly uh, that that we dug into on the last uh, the last time that we discussed this that we promised we'd put this into business planning, right? So why does it work? Two quick reasons why it works. One is is time blocking limits the unwanted distractions, right? That it, and and identifies exactly what should be happening in that time. And the two and the second one, this this cannot be overstated, right? It gives you those small victories that you need to mentally stay motivated and accountable to what you're supposed to accomplish. Right. Yep. So, so whenever it comes to, uh, whenever it comes to your time, right. And we've talked about this uh, a little bit before, but we're going to dig into this. Okay. So 
so, you know, uh, your day really breaks down into, you know, I call it several things, right? Uh, but uh, but I'm going to I'm gonna give it a label and then I'll tell you why I'm labeling it the way that I am right now, right? So because we're talking about business planning and when it comes to recruiting, I'm going to call this business generation, business qualification, business presentation, and business servicing, right? But everybody that's listened to the podcast at all or using any of the tools, right, the people that are in coaching that get all the free tools that of how, you know, the videos and stuff of how to be and stay connected with the, the agents in their market. You know, I talk about prospecting, pre-qualifying, and presenting, right? Those are the three Ps. Yep. We discuss those uh, We discuss those a lot. Different things, call it pie time, stuff like that, right? All of those things are absolutely correct, but they're all fundamentally the exact same thing that we're talking about today, okay? So, uh, so th there's, you know, whenever it comes right down to it, you know, based on your plan and your position and your business cycle, which, you know, a, a couple of podcasts ago, I promised we'd touch on this, you know, later in the, in the week. And so we're going to, we're going to discuss it a little bit right now, depending on where you in your business cycle is depending on how much time you should spend on things. Okay. So let's say that, uh, let's say that you're a four person new brokerage and, uh, and before you were on an eight person team. Okay. And then you left that brokerage six or eight months ago and, and, uh, and so you have certain priorities when it comes to recruiting that are completely different set of priorities than a 2000 person company that's got 35 offices already. Right. Yep. One, one needs productive, you know, supportive staff and agents that are a great cultural fit that are really standing behind the brand that they're building together. The other, the other one needs the managers to understand how to fill the, the, the production vacancies or the production gaps in their office to create the most effective market mix for those individual offices. So when it comes to recruiting, just like real estate in general, it's not one size fits all. That's just not how it, that's just not how it works. Yep. And so, and so, so how, how does this stuff break down? Yeah. So, uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about the four, you know, the, the four pieces, like I said, business generation, business qualification, business presentation, and business servicing, and, and how you should look at those as it correlates directly to what you're, what you're accomplishing in, in your business. If you've done the recruiting assessment, okay, which they can download for free with us and you've, and you've started to dig into that, it's going to point out which one of these, where you are in your life cycle. Okay. So, uh, you know, it takes, in my opinion, it takes some expert eyes like mine or yours to be able to truly, truly help them understand where they are in their business cycle. But somebody that, that, that wants to dig into the assessment and wants to take a look at it and put some effort into it is going to be able to see some of the things that are glaring to them of what they need to spend their time on because it is going to identify what part of the business cycle that they're, they're in. Right. Yes. So, so from, from business generation, right. This correlates with what we've uh, with what we've discussed before, but in in my opinion, it should be done first thing in the in the day. Okay, so business, you know, in our opinion, you know, lead generation or business generation is not smile and die. Now, please understand that does not mean that you don't need to pick up the phone and contact people. It just means that you're not running down a list, cold calling everybody and saying. Hey, do you want to join my brokerage? Hey, do you want to join my brokerage? Hey, do you want to join my brokerage? Right, and we're actually going to discuss the difference between marketing and promotion in another one of our podcasts, which really helps with where you are in your, with what type of lead generation you should be using, what type of business development you should be using. Okay. So we'll, we'll talk about that as a, in, in a later part in this, uh, in the series. Right. But the reason why we do this first thing in the day is because your energy level is just at a different place, right? Your motivation is at a different place. 
And, and a big part of the reason why is because if you do it first thing in the morning, it's going to eliminate the workday attrition, right? Otherwise known as the whirlwind, right? So if you listen to, if you've ever heard of 40X, right? The four disciplines of execution, you know, it talks about the whirlwind that people get caught up in, right? The, one of the best ways to avoid that whirlwind is to, is to, uh, is to make sure that that uh, that you're taking care of the things that need to be taken care of that that feed you a different way at the beginning of your day. Everybody has had that conversation that was a lead generation conversation that just energizes and motivates them. If you can have some of those on a regular basis, think how much different your day is going to be, right? Yeah, it's going to be a completely different, completely different place, right? What is what is what is work work day attrition? Like, talk to me about that. I've never heard that. Yeah. So, uh, so that means that your day is slowly eroding because of someone else's priorities, right? Somebody else is renting space in your head. So what that means, so what that means is your work day is slowly being peeled away from you. And the reason why it's being peeled away from you is because other people, as the day go on, other people are reprioritizing your time. So if you get up first thing in the morning and get knocked out the things that you need to get knocked out, when your work day starts to attack you, you have the things that motivated you out of the way yeah instead of right instead of you having to <clears throat> instead of you having to uh you know re-energize yourself right that's that tesla effect that i that i learned from tiffany that we were that we were talking about right yep. so so that helps you understand what's gonna what's happening with your day on a, on a on a regular basis and allows you to control what it what it is that you're doing with your day because it's not being reprioritized for you because you already handled some things that motivate you early on Makes sense. So let's so so that's business generation. So now let's take a look at, at business servicing. How does that how does that work? Yeah. So business servicing is uh, you know, it probably shouldn't be more than an hour uh, a day. And that's if you had a full warm and hot list. Okay, right. So if that's your if you've got a full targeted warm and hot list, probably 40 agents that that are in your that are in your some stage of your pipeline. So what this is, is this is a this is the service delivery of what was promised in the business generation part of what you do, right? This is, this is going to be your follow-up of, of you said you were going to do something. Now you're going to do it. Right. So if you're, if you're staying connected with people and you've got a pipeline, some of the people in your pipeline are going to ask for something that doesn't necessarily have to do exactly with, Hey, do you want to come work for me? Yeah, I'll come work for you if you do this. Right. Yeah. That's, it's, it's going to be outside of that. If you're having real engaging conversations with people, one of the agents that you talk to is going to say, you know, Matt, it's, I, I always love hearing from you, but you know, I'm, I'm just slaying busy right now. I'm trying to find a surveyor that actually has some experience with that, with farmland and Matt being somebody that wants to engage, maybe I would respond back and, and say, you know, let me check the agents in my office and see if the, any of them have any experience with, with a, with a surveyor that that's actually very, uh, very well versed with, a, with farmland, go ahead and keep working on it. But, uh, but at the same time, I'll also kind of reach out and see if I can help out at all. Right. And so I hang up the phone. What I'm not going to do at that point, if I'm making my connections, what I'm not going to do at that point is start working on finding that, finding that, uh, that person. What I'm going to do is I'm going to make a note when I get done with all of my connections that I need to be making, then I'm going to step into my servicing. That way my servicing, my, my lead gen, my connections are going, yeah, getting them done. And then my, and then my, and then my servicing, 
getting it done one after the other, checking them off the list. Boom, 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 boom. You get all of that done in, in, uh, you know, early in your day and you're mentally going to look at your day so much different, especially when it comes to recruiting, you'll actually start enjoying recruiting, not just because you're getting the results, but you're getting that sense of accomplishment because you're knocking those things out on a regular basis. Gotcha. Yep. Makes sense. So, um, and, and I'm gonna write it down because I got a question after we get, after we get through these next two, but, um, Let's look at business presentation. Hey guys, this podcast is powered by Prospect Boomerang. We all know broker owners struggle with profitability. Prospect Boomerang compounds your profits by recruiting the best agents to your brokerage. For consistent growth, visit prospectboomerang.com. Right. It, so that should be after the after the servicing. Usually this is early afternoon. Okay. So from a presentation standpoint, we all know what this is. This is your actual interview, right? So this is whenever you're actually sitting down with them. So part of the reason why you're actually doing this in the order that you're doing this is, is you want to make sure that as you're scheduling your appointments, mentally, you're in the right frame of mind to do it. Yes. Okay. So some of your appointments, you know, some agents, there are some recruiting managers will say, you know what? I want, to, I want to have my interviews first thing in the morning. And then they have their interview in the first thing in the morning. And, and let's just say that, that that's, a, that's a drain on your energy, right? Okay. And then you have another interview after that. That's a drain on your energy. And then all of a sudden, all the other things start getting reprioritized from that, from that, you know, that, that, that workplace attrition that we talked about or that whirlwind. Are you going to make your, are you going to do your lead gen stuff at the, at the end of the day? I mean, if you're really disciplined, yeah, sometimes you're going to get that done, but on a, on a regular basis, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Your, your interviews, if they're done the right way, will actually energize you. Okay. So let me, let me say that again. If you want to be good at recruiting and you want to be successful at recruiting, you have to set your interviews up in a way so that they energize you and not drain you. Part of that is time of day. The other part of that is how you conduct your interview. And what happens with your with your interview, which again is a different conversation, which we covered in some other in some other podcasts, and we also in our coaching we dig into that a, a tremendous amount because the last thing I want is is a manager to be good at all the other things that they do and to suck at their interview, and it continue to drain their energy because then that starts impacting how many interviews they want to have, and they start sabotaging themselves mentally on the lead generation part because they mentally can't go through what needs to happen on the interview. And part of that is because it's not set up a certain way. It's because it doesn't feel like it has a flow to it because one of them, they did really well. And then the next one they did really horribly. And so they feel inconsistent with it. And so they're scared if they'll be inconsistent with the next interview that comes in. That's why the interviews have to be set up a certain way. That's why your business presentation should be early afternoon. And, and this is when, uh, this is when you interview them a consistent way. Gotcha. Yep. I like it. Yep. That brings us to our last one, which is business qualification. Right. So whenever it comes to qualification, this one's the the last and should be one of the easiest ones to do. Okay. If it's done, if it's done correctly. Right. Uh, so we're going to talk about this with, uh, you know, there's two of them. Some of the servicing and some of the qualification can be outsourced. Okay. So, so, uh, and we'll dig into that a little bit more in just a, in just a second. I, I've got a feeling that that's what your question was about whenever, uh, whenever you, we were talking just a second ago, but we'll see if that's what your question was or not. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but, but some of this can be outsourced. 
if you're if you're very structured in what you're doing, if you have a, a, a pattern or a plan for how you're doing your work, absolutely you're going to be able to outsource some of this because you consistently know what's supposed to happen. So so that going back to that, you know, uh, farmland surveyor that we talked about just a second ago, the reason why I don't want you stopping your lead generation and starting to have that conversation is because you might be able to make a note with that and then hand that to an administrative person and the administrative person actually sends that out to the whole office and says, hey, Matt's on the lookout for somebody that does this. Does anybody know a surveyor that specifically deals with farmland? And then that and then think about how the think about how the agent would look at that if if all of a sudden they get a message that's, let's say, a text message from Betty Sue, who works at my office, that says, hey, Ben, uh, I'm, I'm Matt's admin, and he said it was really important, it was critical today that I got this information over to you for the surveyor who actually handles farmland surveys. If you've got any other questions, get in touch with Matt. Otherwise, call Billy Bob at Billy Bob's Land, Land Surveying, and uh, we hope you have a great day. How is that agent going to look at your team? Oh, yeah, right? that's Absolutely. Well-oiled machine. Absolutely. And so the only way that can happen is if we have things scheduled that people are supposed to do what they need to do. And if we're willing to delegate and if we understand that some of servicing and some of the qualification process can be can be handed off. Now, now qualifications also like engaging with the people in social media. Uh, it's a, it's verifying some information on production. Let's say that you're focused on getting agents that are waterfront agents. Right. I'm not going to go through and dig up all of the, the production on the, on the, on the people. I might do it in the beginning, but as it takes me six months or a year to hire Betty Sue, I'm going to make sure that Betty Sue's waterfront production isn't dropping. Well, who needs to be looking at that? Yes, I can look at that if I have time, but otherwise what I might need to do is tell my administrative staff, here's six agents, do me a favor, pull all their listings and all their sales every 45 days and bring that to me all at one time. And then you sit down and part of your, your business generation, part of your servicing, part of your, uh, you know, part of your presentation process, when you sit down and interview uh, in front of them, you're going to have those numbers and stats because of what was happening through the qualification process of making sure that they still fit to be the agent that was going to, to work on some of your numbers that you needed to, to change on, which is what got them on your list to begin with. Yeah, makes perfect sense. So um, my question before you, you kind of go into some action steps for these people, because I think this will be pertinent to those action steps. Um, time blocking is so crucial, um, you know, when it, when, when it comes to obviously business planning, because you have to time block your plan. The last episode, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone who, who, who started on this one, you know, we talked about, you know, the, the current things that, that you should add to, 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 to your tracking and the projected things you should act, add to your tracking. Um, I, I really want this entire week to kind of be um, really, really connected, not just five right. separate episodes. How, how would I build that tracking into um, some time blocking? How, how, how would I combine those two things? Yeah, great question. So it needs to be as automated as possible. Uh, so I would start with, and you know, you and I always talk uh, always talk about this, both you know, uh, when we're live and when we're when we're not. You know what I'm saying? Off and on the podcast, it has to be simple. If it is not the simplest way of tracking it, it's not going to get done, right? So if you go buy a complex program that that takes you 12 months to figure out how to learn it the right way, and then you got to train your staff, and they got to sit on webinars and learn how to do it, and all that kind of crap. 
it's just going to end up being too difficult for you to do. And, and recruiting is going to turn into a full-time job that's constantly changing for you and for someone else. That's not what we want. We know that if, if recruiting is, is something you want to be able to enjoy so that you manage your pipeline consistently with a certain amount of effort, has to be very simple in order for it to work. If you're a techie person and you can buy a database that just makes all of it easy and you love doing that and that actually excites you and energizes you, then hell yes, do that. If you're not somebody that is like that, then my gosh, don't go out and do that. Open up a spreadsheet, get some damn index cards, whatever it is that you need to do that's going to make it as easy as possible for you to get that information out. Now, at some point, once your system is in place, then absolutely it needs to be automated a completely different way. It needs to be taken to a whole nother level to add efficiency to it. Mm-hmm. But to start with, man, this can be Google Sheets, Ben, that you and your staff are able to get into. This can be an index card. If, if you're that kind of person, get index cards, put them in a box on the, on the end of your desk. I don't, I don't care. Right. If, if you're a database person and you want to go get whatever database you want to get, if you want to go to Salesforce and, and get Salesforce to, you know, uh, help you customize a specific thing for you because that, that just, you know, that that excites you and you like that. Absolutely. Go do that. It needs to be something that is easy and does not distract from you getting the things done that you need to get done. And it needs to be somewhere that other people can connect with it so that you're not doing a hundred percent of it yourself. Cause remember we said some of the servicing, some of the pre-qualification needs to be done by someone else in your office, or you're going to get bogged down by this. Yep. Completely agree. Awesome. Anything else to add before I close this up? Uh, so if, uh, uh, if you're not systematic with this, uh, this is going to make a big difference. If you're not, uh, uh, if you're not hyper and, and, and hyper massive growth mode, right. A strong pipeline can be created. I, I know this seems like a lot, but a strong pipeline can be created in 20, 30 minutes a day. Seriously. Yeah, agreed. Uh, so your staff is going to have about an hour and a half a week in there, something like that. Yep. And you can make a, you can make a strong pipeline with that little amount of time in there. And, and that's where most brokerages should, should be, especially after they get that pipeline up and running, they're not going to be spending a tremendous amount of their day doing all that. They're, they're really not. This is, this is not going to be that, that difficult for lack of a better way of putting it, right? It's going to be, it's going to be relatively simple. If they can just focus on getting certain things in place, being consistent with those and not having to track down how to get these, how to get these things done. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the other pieces in place over the next, over the next few days, but it seriously can be done 20, 30 minutes a, a day because a lot of the connections, a lot of the servicing, a lot of all of that's going to be just easy and very concise if they, if they follow the, the fundamentals of the plan that we're helping them lay out. Awesome. I love it. <clears throat> Do that guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, if you're listening to this on um, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, any of those platforms, make sure that you hit that follow button. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit that red subscribe button, that bell right beside of it. Um, let you get notified every single time we drop a new episode. Um, If you want to listen to all these things in the very same place or join our free real estate recruiting mastermind, go to prospectboomerang.com, click on podcasts or or sign up for a free account. And, um, you know, on on the podcast page, you'll see a box that says, you know, join our VIP list and we'll send you monthly recruiting tips, tricks, and hacks straight to your inbox absolutely for free. Um, You know, we do these for one, two, three, four, five, seven hundred (laughs) reasons. But the very, the most important one is the A number one reason. Yeah. It's because we want to be part of their win.